Hello, everybody. Brad McCone here. It is December 8th. I'm here at Fairview Police Station with uh, Chief Jim Record, and he has agreed to speak with us here today about the Second Amendment and his opinions on the Second Amendment. I'll let him introduce himself real quick. Yep. Well, like you said, I'm Chief Jim Record from the Fairview Police Department, and I'm ready to answer some questions about the Second Amendment. Um, hopefully, they're not too too hard. Okay. So how do you see the Second Amendment, and what is the meaning in your own words? In my own words? In your own words. Uh, Second Amendment to me means that the um, civilian population should have the means to overthrow the government and have any weapons that are necessary to do that. That's what that means to me is that they should be able to have those firearms that if the government becomes too controlling and taking your freedoms, that you have the ability to overthrow the government is really what the amendment was saying. That way, if you're a citizen, that you have the opportunity to form a militia, which, yeah. you know, from the government perspective, we frown on that sort of thing typically. But, um, you know, the whole point of that amendment is to keep us have the freedoms that we have. So, so I mean, it's kind of like saying get the first, you know, you know, if you've been studying the other amendments as mm -hmm. far as along the, in the Constitution, yeah. right? A lot of it's building around making sure that we're free. We don't lose freedoms, even though it seems like more and more we are. And the whole point of the Second Amendment really is more about uh, protecting firearms for people to have the ability to defend themselves and or keep um, an over-controlling government. So that way you don't have a police state, right? So, so like to protect your other amendments as well. It's exactly what my point is. Mm -hmm. yeah, thank yeah. you. Yeah. Okay. What is your opinion on running the gun rights? Running gun rights. Yeah, running. Like uh, with the government controlling gun rights, do you believe in it or no? I, I really don't. Um, but I know talking to other police officers, right? I work in a very small, and as you know, a rural town, right? Yeah. So to me, um, I, I don't have an issue with people carrying firearms because they may need it for some reason. And let's say... I don't like snakes, as I'll confess that I don't like snakes. Yeah. And so I think uh, everyone should have a, a pistol to shoot any snake they see. Yeah. Now, I don't mind spiders, so please, mm -hmm. you know, don't shoot the spiders. Spider. Yeah, I don't have a problem with that. But so I use a little bit of humor there, right? But I think it's your right as an individual to carry a gun for whatever protection reason, you know. Mm -hmm. And then sometimes in rural areas, that are whether wild dogs, um, and if you're there by yourself and a wild dog, you know what I mean? So there's a lot of, you can have a whole laundry list of why you may defend yourself. And I'm talking about nature, mm -hmm. of course. I'm not anticipating anybody having to interact with each other with a firearm, right? I think mm -hmm. the people that I've come in contact with that carry firearms are responsible, you know, law-abiding citizens. I haven't found anybody that I've stopped um, that was legal, that was an issue with firearms. Okay. So you notice how I was careful to answer that. Yeah. Because... The people that don't follow laws, those are problems anyway. And so when you're a police officer, you go through training and you're trained that you deal with everybody as if there aren't, mm -hmm. right? And then you do certain things based on the conditions that you're dealing with to respond to how that person is armed or whatever the event is, right? So it should be based on like in use of force is what we use, right? So if someone's being compliant, then you may actually pat them down or search you depending on the the event that you're dealing with right or the scenario 
but you treat them as everyone's as if they're armed anyway. So to me, whether somebody's armed or not, that's not really a, a big issue to me. Okay. Right. Yeah. The bigger issue is what is the driving factor behind them being armed and what is their intent? Is it, are they, do they have malice or do they have some violent intent that mm-hmm. they're going to use it against some individual or you or me? Right. <clears throat> okay. So with your job, what do you do the second amendment for in good ways and bad ways? So like you explain, you know, what right. are the pros so, and cons of using? So like you're saying that, like, if you look at, um, the positives of the Second Amendment, it gives law and body citizens the opportunity to have firearms. Now, maybe they're not going to kill snakes mm-hmm. and maybe they're not going to overthrow the government. Yeah. But if their right is to have a gun and they have it, you know, I have guns and my family goes to we hunt uh, steel targets and paper uh, whenever I'm not, you know, working or whatever. And I go goof off. I'll, I'll shoot. I don't go hunting. I'm not a hunter. Yeah. So if they ask, why do you need to have? You know, an, an AK, and I don't have an AK, but let's suppose I did have an AK. Um, you know, it's really to me more about just we have fun, and it's more competition among the family to to uh, shoot a gun. Okay. So that's the positive. The, the negative would be understanding that you know the concept behind gun control is if you can restrict all guns, then people don't have guns, and it's a utopic society. And, and the honest answer is we're not ever going to get to that point, right? There's too many guns out in circulation that you're not going to ever restrict. It's unreal to expect that someone's going to turn in all the firearms in the United States. It's not going to happen. That's let's just live in the real world for a minute that even if they outlaw the guns and all you're doing is outlawing the people that are currently responsible and are registered firearm owners in the state of Illinois. Yeah. And that's the requirement that we have. So. So in your opinion, did the Second Amendment change from when it first came out to nowadays to newer technology? I'm not an attorney, but if it wasn't reworded, I don't believe that it was. Not to my understanding. Okay, so if you understand it hasn't changed, then I think that's the answer to the question. Yeah, so, you know, newer technology didn't even, you know, from when they first had muskets, you know, to now technology. Oh, you're saying as far as as the weapon system. Like your opinion, so like, has it changed So. if they reword it if to, you're asking do i think there should be a restriction on machine guns and whatever else personally i don't i don't know that that's an issue i don't i don't have a problem with the foid card because and the reason why i think that's a kind of a compatible so like an acceptable solution mm-hmm. is because it kind of vets people that that have the legal right to carry the firearm or have possess i shouldn't say mm-hmm. carry because there's concealed carry also um, but that that kind of gives people the, the if they register and do the firearms mm-hmm. identification, then that kind of gives the state of Illinois an opportunity to kind of vet people that don't. So I'm not trying to say that and you, everybody, I think, knows that that mental illness is not a stranger to you know more of the population have mm-hmm. some mental problems. And that's concerning that somebody that is mentally ill would possess firearms. Right. So I, I think that would be the bigger point of the. You know, if you want to talk about Second Amendment, is more how do we logically say who is sane and who is unstable and possibly mm-hmm. going to hurt somebody else or, their, or themselves, right? Yeah, and that's a that's a concern. So, like being said in your own opinion, for who to form a militia, is it more of the musket militia or is it more of a newer technology militia to overtake the government? 
like, well, like you said. I don't, I don't I, I see the way I see that is if the government came to the point that they were more like a police state, which I guess every day we are getting closer to that. I, I and you can debate that. Um, but if that's the case, I don't I don't think the definition of militia was defined in the Constitution. And I certainly don't have any intent to join a militia, yeah, exactly. so I don't have a preference, right? And in fact, I mean, I could tell you that, you know, I've been doing this for a long time. When I first started out, there was an extremist group that was kind of, and I won't go into those details, we don't have enough time to talk about that during this talk, but do I agree with some of the stuff that they're doing? No. So, I mean, my personal opinion is it's more of reaction to if the government tries to come in and take over your property or restrict your freedoms to the point that people have some, and it's not, I don't know what a technical militia would be, right? Yeah. I don't have a problem with people training for that event or doing something for that event because that's their constitutional right if they feel like the government gets to that point. Mm -hmm. So, so like for my final question, do you believe the civilians should be able to own what technology the military and police have today? Um, I, okay. So there's a balance there. Now you're you're unpacking a lot of things. Yeah, a lot of things. So do I think, uh, body armor should be commonly, I don't know. Uh, you can go back and forth on that. I'm not one to make laws. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I do agree if I, if I can simplify it to, do I think people should have the right to own and bear arms? Yeah. Do I think the government should restrict magazine capacity? Not to I, that extent. I, my personal opinion is no. So at that level, I mean, so you almost have to go item by item and let police have because there's like less lethal. There's a lot of other things. And civilians probably don't have an interest in purchasing anyway. Mm-hmm. They're expensive, by the way. Um, that I mean, they probably I think civilians can buy some of that, some of those items. Mm-hmm. Um, but should it be widely available? Um, I mean, I don't know. I could see that that may not be the market for some of the items that police have. So if, yeah. I, can say, if I can answer it that way, yeah. and kind of say that. But I'm not against. I'm not. I'm not supportive of restriction of the current firearms that you have, or weapons, or magazine capacity, and those sort of things that other states have. Yeah. In my opinion. Yeah. Well, thank you. Well, that concludes our time today, and I just want to appreciate Jim Record, Chief Jim Record for uh, his opinion on the Second Amendment and taking time out of his busy day for an awesome podcast. Thank you, and have a wonderful day. Thank you.